Welcome everybody to the Horrific Hoedown. This is season one, episode one of a just horror podcast between myself, Brayden, and my buddy Aaron. We're just going to talk about random shit as we go through. Um, today's episode, though, will be um, based on horror movies and specifically our ways of how we would survive them. If we um, would survive them. Yeah, if we would survive them. Um, first thing, though, I'm going to make a rule, Aaron. Um, I don't think we should... Uh, I think the one thing is we can't just say, oh, you know, avoid Camp Crystal Lake or don't go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, cause that's fair. Because that's like... That's kind of cheating. It's kind of cheap. Like, it doesn't really... You know, it's got to be like a like a reasonable. If if we were to encounter these beings or whatever, how we could either how we think we could beat them, or if we think we just get fucked, which is a lot of them probably, but exactly. And the um, pretty much it's as if our point of view is if we were in the movie and we had free will within the movie, but we couldn't exactly avoid the big, you know, the big thing that makes the monster or killer. Yeah, you know exist uh so do you want to start off uh who should we start with i don't know there's a lot let's start let's start with some let's knock some easy ones out right at the gate ghost face i'm capping that dude so fast he's well, he's done are we talking about though any of them doesn't matter they're just people oh, fair enough it's literally just I mean, it's literally just a dude and i'm always packing so i can literally just he's done but the thing with ghost face is that he is incredibly stealthy and just shows up he doesn't have any special powers, so he would be pretty easy to subdue. I mean, that boy trips over everything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like he, like he makes himself known. He'll call you first. He tells you he's there. <laughs> so I'm gonna just get the gat. I'm gonna wait for him. He's done, bro. I mean, honestly, Drew Barrymore in the first movie, she could have just escaped. All she had to do was just immediately hang up and call the cops. I don't think that was Drew Barrymore. That was Drew Barrymore. She was the first person to die. Really. Yeah. Oh no shit. Anyway, um Yeah, Ghostface is getting is getting destroyed. I'm folding that dude like laundry. There's there's no chance. There's no universe where I don't just shoot him and he's done. Unless he somehow snuck up on me. But I don't see that happening. Let's move on to uh someone a little harder. Uh Michael Myers. He depending on the canon we look at, the canon I'm gonna look at is from the first movie in nineteen seventy eight to the current trilogy that's yeah. out now. Yeah. Um, he's just a dude, but he's fucking. He's resilient dude. as shit, too. That dude is taking some hits. Yeah, um, he took, what, two, three bullets in the first movie, fell out of a second story window, and survived. Yeah, and now a, a house burned down around him, and he just, like, yanked himself out of there. Essentially. Yeah, is... He's definitely strong, but he is just a guy. So, you got a big enough gun. And enough bullets, I think you're taking him. I think I think I'm capping him. I mean, he is a little more. He is a little more stealthy. He doesn't really make himself known, like imme- immediately. Up. He pretty much just shows up. And also, if you see him, he's just walking, like at a, at a at a leisurely pace. If you see him, we all know that once the camera's off him, that dude's sprinting Mach five cross states. But but if you look at if you're looking at him, he's just walking. So you have like time. His biggest weakness, though. Honestly, I think is coat hangers. Remember the first movie, Laurie Strode <laughs> oh, died in the closet, and she just <laughs> poked him in the eye, and he was done. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I think probably just a. I'd probably do a uh, late term coat hanger abortion. <laughs> I'd give it like a. I'm gonna say like an eighty twenty percent chance. I'm winning that one because again, guns. He's just a dude. He's he's really resilient, but he is at the end of the day, he's still a human. So like. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say 80-20 in my favor. If he gets me on a bad day or if I'm asleep, obviously can't, I'm not, you know, I'm kind of fucked. But but I'd say... I think one of the biggest rules with Michael Myers, don't be a babysitter. That's facts. That's facts. Just don't babysit or a teenager. anyone. Or a teenager. Don't be in Haddonfield. Just be older. Yeah. Fucking duh. Yeah, just don't be in Haddonfield and you're pretty much set. So him, yeah, like I said, I think, I think I'd probably get him. It'd be, it wouldn't be easy, but I, I think, like I said, 8 out of 10 times, I think I'm taking them. If we get in a hand-to-hand, that's different, because that's a big-ass dude. And he definitely got the strength over me, even though I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a small guy, but I'm not as big as fucking Michael Myers. I think what we should do here is just rate survivability. 
um, like out of the scale of ten. So going back to Ghostface, I'm gonna say that's an easy like two to three. Just hit him. It's not that hard. And then if we go back to Michael, I'm gonna say that's more so a fifty fifty depending on the situation you're in. Yeah. Yeah, Ghostface, I'm saying I'm 95% of the time, capping him, he's done. Um, and to be fair, it's almost always two people, but still, I have multiple. I have more than one bullet. I have more than one round in my gun. I'm, I'm not just going to, oh, there he is. But yeah, mostly taking that guy. Yeah, Michael Myers, I still, I still am like 80-20, I think. I think with a gun, you're good. If it comes down to melee and hand-to-hand, and hand hand, that's, that's a lot less likely, for sure. But possible. But definitely difficult, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. Who we got next? Um. Let's do Pennywise. Pennywise. All right. Yeah. So an extraterrestrial being from a completely different dimension. That yes. Made up of three lights that pretty much kill you when you look at them. Essentially, uh, I'm capping him quick. Well, easy day. Not, I don't. I don't mean I'm shooting him. I just. I just mean I would win. Cause all you got to do is not be afraid. You and I would win immediately because we're both not a kid, and he initially goes for kids. The only reason he went back for the uh, the loser losers club. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Yeah. The only reason he went back for them is because they beat him once. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I'm gonna torment him and fuck him up. He doesn't really go for adults. That's true. So if it's just like. Off the bat, he probably wouldn't even fuck with us. But let's say in the case in the case he did, in the case he was going after us, all you got to do is roast him and not be afraid, and he has zero power. Yeah, that's like that's true. Like I'm chilling in my I'm chilling I'm sleeping whatever. I turn around I see oh look it's a clown I'm like ha okay <laughs> I'm like okay bitch why did you get out of my fucking house I'm gonna start roasting him. Tell him he's got a big ass forehead, and uh, he's going down. He's going downtown. He's gonna crumble in his little baby nutsack looking self, and it's over with, bro. Yeah, no, he. I think he's a lot easier to fight than um, they made him out to be. That Stephen King made him out to be in the uh, the books and the movies and stuff. Because like in the books and movies and shit, it was for whatever reason rough. But I mean, as kids, they were terrified of him, and that's yeah, understandable. So that makes sense. But yeah, if you're if you're afraid of him, you're gonna get some some work put on you and when they you know became adults he just played off their fears still that they had as children and yeah. it still fucked them up um but yeah in a case where it's like an unbiased thing where i hadn't encountered him he just shows up i'm same situation i'll just start roasting his ass and yeah he's dead that's literally all i gotta do like i said you gotta just not be afraid and you're pretty much set i'm gonna rate his survivability against pennywise a solid one out of ten yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a I'm going to say 90% because he is supernatural and has some crazy ass powers, but I'm still going to give it 90%. I'm winning that because he, like I said, all you got to do is fucking roast him and not be afraid. And I'm not, uh, not to toot my own horn, but I'm not exactly the easiest scare. So I mean, true. I mean, um, all right, we want to move on to, um, let's do, let's do candy man. Okay. This one's interesting actually. Because, because based off the, you in a, okay, in a situation where you got, you know, you got roped into having to say Candyman in front of a mirror because the easy way to counter him is just don't fucking say Candyman. Yeah, times of course. Yeah. But, but like I said, we already discussed. You had yeah, to. yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting one because Candyman, first of all, to, to me, not even close to being scary. Not even a little bit. I had, no, I had zero. Yeah. I had zero terror. Zero fear whatsoever. I mean, um, Tony Todd, though, he is a cool guy. Oh, yeah. Get a beer with Tony Todd. For sure. Um, but, yeah, Cayman's interesting because there isn't really a whole lot you can do to counter him because he pretty much just shows up and then just starts he, – he pretty much fucks up your own life because you're the one actually committing these acts. He's just, like, in your head, essentially. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. This one is – this one's a lot – I think so far this is going to be the hardest one because – I don't really even know of a way to counter it once he's once he's in your head. I mean, the only thing I could possibly think of is forgetting about him. Kind of like Freddy. Yeah. If if you could just forget he exists, I'm pretty sure that I mean, oh, I don't even know. Maybe that might work. 
but it's kind of hard to say too because he's in your head regardless so even if you somehow figure out a way to completely forget about him it'll probably just show up and remind him like hey it's i came for you so like exactly i've never so i haven't seen all the uk animated movies i've only seen the first one yeah i've I've, I've only seen only seen the og and i haven't seen the new one that just came out either i haven't either and so yeah i think with him just due to the assuming that the other movies don't exist because we haven't seen them um due to the lack of knowledge on his powers specifically i think that could make him a questionable opponent. like he could actually be a damn difficult opponent. yeah because i i really that from what i've seen which again i haven't seen other ones which is i mean for a horror podcast that's kind of lame but i just didn't really i wasn't that interested so um yeah we don't really there was never any indication given in the first movie of a way to beat him they never really had they never really showed a weakness it was just he just fucked up uh what's her name's life and then at the very well okay at the very end she technically quote beats him but as we know it doesn't actually work it's then she becomes the candy man because she died yeah so i think my thing is if if you see him in his physical manifestation and you can kill him in that way like say say the bonfire you know the bonfire burned him alive or whatever yeah. Um, if she had survived, that might have worked. Cause she became the Candyman because she died, right? Right. And then took on like the mantle, or whatever. But if she had survived, I don't know if he would still be around or not. Cause he was in a physical manifestation in the bonfire. Yeah. So maybe if you could burn him alive or some other way of killing him in a physical manifestation, and you also survive, maybe. But that's still like a that's a pretty big maybe. There's no there's no real way to tell if that's actually what would happen or not. That's kind of just a theory. Exactly. Yeah, that's a rough one. I don't know. I'm that one. I'm gonna rate a question mark out of ten because I genuinely don't know the probability with beating him. Just because it's it's all dependent on, I guess, the situations, and so it's. Yeah, and 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 lack of knowledge as well is definitely our detriment here. Because we don't know enough about him to know how to beat him. So if that's the case, then he could be an easy 10 out of 10 as well. I'm, I would definitely put it as like a, yeah, I'm going to say like a 90 him, 10 me, just because I don't know. I literally don't know what to do for he, him. He would have the advantage. Oh, for sure. Because you can't even do anything to stop him from showing up. Because he just pops up whenever the fuck he wants. Exactly. And then also he ruins your own life by making you commit crimes and shit. So you're already in like a fucked up state off the bat he makes you commit war crimes <laughs> hitler was just candy man actually <laughs> but yeah him yeah i think i think he's i think he's getting us based off yeah, of not I, I don't think just i mean yeah just lack of knowledge alone is enough to do us in for with that guy mr Plus, i mean i kind of just go with the flow half the time now so if i even did get possessed by him i'd be like yeah fuck it i'd, I'd be like go for i'd be like god damn I'd be like, hey, yo, Candy, he seems like a fairly reasonable guy, other than the fact that he murders people. Um, I'd be like, can I at least tell my friends and family that I'm about to be doing some crazy shit and they should get far away from me at the very least? He might let me. I don't know. My biggest downfall with him, though, I like bees. I really do, <laughs> but that is too many bees. Too many bees. He's a cool too guy. Many bees. He's a cool guy, don't get me wrong. Uh, not really, actually. He's a horrible person. But, you know, bees are cool. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah um all right i'm gonna flip the script a little bit okay i'm gonna shy away from a horror movie and instead go to tv okay demogorgon that one's interesting i think uh yeah so we know he shows up obviously you got it someone has to go to the upside down and kind of bring him back essentially um or the portal has to be open with all that shit. But all that's reliant on like 11 and all that shit that we're not involved in whatsoever. So we're just normal people that happen to come across this thing. Um, They have shown they can they can be killed just by conventional means. Exactly. By beating, by beating the shit out of them or shooting them or burning them alive. Like you can kill it. Yes. Yeah, so um, season two was able to kill all those demo dogs with his, uh, with his bat. Yeah. What a guy. Chad. Dude. But yeah, I'd say, I mean, that one, like I said, I think solo, a lot harder. Uh, but again, with a gun, you have a way better chance. Um, you'd probably want something, a shotgun is not going to do it, I don't think, because, 
like a shotgun really close, yeah, or like a slug, but you're going to want something like penetrating, something something that can go through. You don't want to just blast him with some fucking, because he's pretty resilient still, even though it's shown he can be beat, it's still pretty tough. Yeah. Um, so you're probably going to yeah. want something really, yeah, like a 5.56, five, something that can pierce, you know, 7.62. One thing I want to point out is um, in season one, when um, Steve, Nancy, and uh, Jonathan had all had him, uh, he was trapped with the bear trap or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, didn't they set him on fire, he disappeared into ash and then showed up at the school. So I'm assuming he has a teleport ability that the show really didn't talk about. It is possible. He can open up portals throughout the, uh, anywhere, like, he needs, when he wants to come out of the upside down, or it, whatever, it wants to come out of the upside down, it can crawl through, you know, wherever it wants to, to make those portals. Yeah. So like, you know, there's the gate in Hawkins National Lab, there's the gate underneath Starcourt, and then there's the, um... The, like in season one, the portal that was made in the tree that Nancy went through and almost died in. Mm-hmm. It's also, yeah, so I mean, that is definitely a possibility. He has like a sort of teleportation. It kind of relies on like another, you know, the upside down. He has to kind of go through that. Uh, we also know that the upside down has a lot of different creatures, so it's possible it's not the same one. There could definitely be multiple. Well, yeah, and that is that is true. That but either, but either way, um. I'm, yeah, I'm, I think I'm gonna give that one like an 80, 20 me, especially if I have a group, yeah. if I have a group, like I could, we could for sure take that. Um, I agree. Eight out of 10 for me. Solo, solo would be uh, definitely rougher, but still definitely possible. I think if you distance yourself and have a firearm, definitely doable or traps. Yeah. You know, like Hopper sets up all those traps and shit. Um, yeah. For sure. Doable for that one. Little splitty face boy ain't got nothing. Man's looks like a fucking flower. <laughs> All right, your turn. Pick someone. Hmm, let's do... Uh... Okay, so... All honesty, still didn't watch Trick or Treat, so I, I don't really know much about this, to be fair. Um, but from what I do know, I would punt him into the next dimension. Uh, he's pretty much a child. <laughs> like, like, pretty much just a kid. I'm sure there's more to it that I'm probably missing, and people, if if anyone's even listening to this, that know horror movies are probably getting real mad at me, but I haven't even seen the movie, so I don't know, uh, I don't even know that much about him. Like, I don't know what his powers are. Um, well, he's a god. He's a god? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking serious? Yeah, I'm looking at the wiki right now. Bro, what? That little but... that little child is a god? Yeah. What Sam the fuck? From, um, Sam Hain, the origins of Halloween itself, which is depicted as a child dressed in a Halloween costume, which consists of an orange set of pajamas and a massive sack with buttons for eyes. Sam drags a dirty sack around throughout the film, uh, but its contents are unknown, presumably candy. Uh, despite his childlike appearance, it's established that Sam is more demonic than he appears, hiding a pumpkin-shaped head resembling a skull um, underneath his sack. Bro, what? Oh my god, he's immortal! Yeah, so that's a that's an easy uh, 11. So Sam is shot by Mr. Krieg, which temporarily subdues him. Krieg then proceeds to blow off Sam's right hand. Sam awakens moments later and retouches his hand. He can crawl on walls... He can raise the dead from their graves as zombies to do his bidding. He can teleport. He has telekinesis, supernatural strength, supernatural aura, shape-shifting, possession. Oh my god, he's clapping me. Holy shit. Yeah, no, there's no there's no chance of survival here. If I'm, if there's I'm no way, bro. Be, one of those dumbasses that doesn't give out candy during Halloween, which I will never be that dumbass that doesn't. I'm dead. There's nothing I'm doing. That's so wild. Yeah, no, Sam is a strong... Holy strong shit, player. that dude fucking me up. Yeah, it says his known rules are always give candy to trick-or-treaters, always wear a costume, never extinguish the flame of a jack-o'-lantern before midnight, and respect the dead. So I could avoid him showing up, but so if, he's either an 11 out of 10 or a 1 out of 10. Yeah, because he's not even there. But if he does show up, I'm absolutely getting clapped. I would try to punt him, and he would probably just turn me into dust. Because apparently he's, just, he's literally God. Or a God. Like, Jesus. Um, let's see. 
lollipops do we have? That's um, why he slit somebody's hand with a with a lollipop. Let's take a look at uh, the Cenobites from um, Hellraiser. I don't know anything about that movie. Gonna be real here. You're gonna have uh, to. Okay, so pretty much the Cenobites are like demons of torture and pain and stuff. Fun. And they all wear gimp suits and look fucking stupid, except for my man's with the sunglasses. He looks fucking great. But um, essentially, um, the Cenobites are only brought forth when you open up the Layman configuration, which is just like a uh, it's a Rubik's cube but on crack. <laughs> I um, can. It's the only way to. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's the only way to banish them as well, is by uh, being able to solve the layman configuration before you know you die. Okay. Uh, their biggest thing with their abilities is that they're able to spawn chains with meat hooks on them to um, hold you in place and to inflict pain. And then uh, generally after that, they put you on like this board thing that's covered in like barbed wire chains, hooks, and shit, and then send you to the uh, to their dimension to kill you, which I believe is a labyrinth. I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, so pretty much, assuming we had to open the layman configuration for some reason, I did find it very, very difficult to fight them because they are supernatural demons from a completely different plane of existence and can literally spawn chains at will. Yeah, I can't even solve a Rubik's cube, my boy. Like, there's no fucking way I'm I'm winning this. <laughs> I can't. So we have to open a box to like trap them. Pretty much. So the box that the box that uh, summons them also traps them. Okay, so that's the only way to, to take care of them, really, is to trap them. Kind of, because they still come back in the second movie, even after they solve the Blavik configuration. Huh. Well, yeah, uh, I wouldn't solve the box in the first place, because, like I said, I've never solved the Rubik's Cube, and I'm completely okay with the fact that I never will. I've accepted that as part of my life. <laughs> it's just how, how things are. So I think uh, they're clapping me like 10 out of 10 pretty much yeah no i fully agree like they're just they're too strong there's like no yeah. good counter I'm, I'm gonna give them a hundred percent chance of fucking murking me plus if i'm being a hundred percent honest the um Cino bite with the uh the, the chatterer he's terrifying i hate looking at him he freaks me out so that single-handedly was scary but if the uh the female cenobite showed up Mommy, sorry. Mommy, sorry. Mommy, sorry. I haven't even seen them, so I don't even fucking know. But uh, yeah, based off of what you just told me, I'm absolutely getting my ass destroyed. There's no fucking. There's no chance for me. Yeah, yeah that would. Uh, it fucked me. That up. one's like the end for me as well. Yeah, there's no. There's no fucking way, bro. That shit ain't happening. Uh, let's. Let's do a uh, old Freddy Krueger's, huh? Freddy Krueger, the man himself. Similar to Candyman, just forget about him. Yeah, that, and that's actually known to have worked before, uh, per yeah. per canon. If if everybody just forgets about him, that but is a way to keep him out. Let's assume we're in the first movie, right? And we're part of the group of friends that you know Johnny Depp is. In. Yeah. Um, you know they all know about Freddy Krueger, but they don't inherently believe what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um. Personally, I think what I would do is if one of my friends got killed, I might take him a little seriously, depending on the status of the crime scene. So if it clearly looks like it wasn't a normal, you know, like a normal breaking and entering and then murder or something, mm -hmm. or like a suicide, then I'd be more inclined to believe about, uh, believe the, uh, um, the, uh, fuck, I can't talk. Um, <laughs> I'd be more inclined to believe that Freddy Krueger is real. Yeah. And so with that, similar to what Nancy did in the first movie, I would set traps around um, my house so that way, you know, I can get woken up. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to take a page out of one of my favorite horror movies ever made, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. Just fucking call Freddy a pussy and then you become a wizard and you're... <laughs> so, yeah, I was, I was going to say, so like, other than like... Waking yourself up constantly, you know, keeping, you know, micro naps and shit. Actually, there's science to support micro naps as being a good thing. Not important. Um, the other way I was thinking to beat him is induce a lucid dream and make him your bitch. Yeah. If you're lucid dreaming, you can literally do whatever the fuck you want. Like, you can, you could absolutely clap him. If you can induce a lucid dream, you could be like, oh, hey, this is a dream. You're a pussy and just become God. <laughs> and fucking do anything you want. Like, you could destroy him if you were able to do induce a lucid dream. And not everybody can, 
And uh, I've tried a lot of times. I've had like one or two. But um, if you're a lucid dreamer just naturally, you're fucking good. You are set. You could probably just destroy him and he would never return. You could probably do something so horrible to him that he's just gone forever. Because, like, again, in a lucid dream, you can do whatever the fuck you want. So, I mean... That's one thing I... Yeah, when watching the movies, I was like... So this shit happens, and then after after like one or two people are di- have died, and you know about Freddy Krueger, he came to you in your dreams. You're gonna see him, and you're gonna realize you're dreaming. You're gonna know. You're gonna be like, okay, I know what this is. Like that would, I'm pretty sure that would induce a lucid dream in a lot of people. And even if it didn't, even if it didn't induce a lucid dream, a lot of people who the first time they lucid dream, they wake up because they're like, oh shit, I'm dreaming, and then their body wakes them up anyway. Yeah. So that would be that. That's a pretty good defense there. So with Freddy Krueger. Depending on the situations I'm in, and assuming I'm not the first one killed, but I'm black, so you know <laughs> um, I would probably say four out of ten, five out of ten, just kind of depending. Yeah, I say I'm gonna go about fifty-fifty on that one. Because if I could induce a lucid dream, I'd clap him, or you know, have things to constantly set me awake. But the only thing with that one, with the setting setting your uh, traps forever to wake you up, that's only temporary because he will come back. And Freddy Krueger is not exactly strong. Um, like it's seen, uh, Freddy versus Jason is a great example. He is not strong outside of the dream world. He's just a normal dude with a knife club. Yeah, that's it. Outside the dream world, he has he's no not abilities outside of the dream world. So if there's a way to pull him out, if I can find that way to pull him out um, into the real world, I have the advantage. Now yeah, because I mean, he and I are literally the exact same build. So <laughs> well, not Robert England, but uh, it's like. Jason, something, whatever the the guy that played him in the uh, the shitty remake, he and I are the exact same build. Yeah. So if it was that Freddy Krueger, I actually have a chance of fighting him. Yeah. The other one's taller. All he has to do is punt me, and I'm fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it a fifty fifty because the yeah, like I said, if I could, if I if I see him and I realize what's happening, I induce a lucid dream. He's getting clapped. Uh, you can pull him out of the dream world into your world. I could probably fuck him up again. He's just a dude, so kind of a broken record, but guns. Guns are going to be fucking, for most villains, they're going to be fucking handy. Um, yeah, so 50-50, but there's also, you know, if it's it's the first time seeing him, I'm in a dream. He could just kill me in that dream without even giving me a chance, you know? Um, yeah. So I'd, I'd give it a 50-50 on him. It would definitely be doable, but it's not a guarantee what's, like, by any means. Yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. Let's do. Sorry. I'm gonna say uh, Kayako uh, Sayaki from uh, The Grudge. Oh, okay, The Grudge Girl. Um, her and I guess Toshio would be put together because um, you know, mother and son. Um, yeah. I just thought about it. There's probably people who've never seen these movies. We should probably actually explain. <laughs> things about some of the powers because i know like yeah everyone knows who freddy krueger is so that doesn't need much essentially like, yeah we we did explain sam from trick-or-treat yeah that's because i i, I yeah he was a fucking i didn't know shit um, about him so kayoko uh sayaki and her son toshio were both murdered um inside of their house by uh kayako's um husband essentially uh kayako got very jealous of her because she was um I remember correctly she was talk or like writing in her journal about some dude no 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 okay no, no no i remember it was because she had written in her journal in high school about some other dude and um <laughs> he thought that she was cheating on her and so um he had drowned uh toshio and uh stabbed their cat to death and then uh had uh killed kayako in a fit of rage and then with that, uh, it turned Kayako into a uh, malevolent spirit who haunts the, the house with her son. Mm. And anyone that walks into this house is cursed by Kayako and are going to die to her. Okay. Um, I immediately am going to say there is no chance of survival because none of the Grudge movies, the final... I can't remember Juons that well because I haven't seen it in so long. But at least with the new, like the 2002 Grudge... I know for a fact Michelle Geller died um, in the second movie because she escaped. She escaped the curse and all of that because uh, they burnt down the house. But Kayako showed up at the uh, the hospital she was at. 
they had a fight and then she got knocked off the roof. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, so I, mean, I think the only way, so, so it's been a while since I've seen the Grudge movies. That's the one where you watch the tape and then seven days later you die. No, 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 no. That's the ring. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, that's gotcha. Samara. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that's a different one. Uh, yeah, Grudge. Uh, looking at her abilities here, there ain't shit we can do. Yeah, no, there's nothing. Um, ain't a damn thing. Considering part of her um, her uh, powers are possession, and she also leaves a curse that makes it extremely difficult to beat. Like you could hypothetically visit a witch to help break that curse, but like who the fuck knows if any witches around? I sure as hell. If you can even get there, I mean, I'm reading her abilities, bro. She's fucking OP as shit. Yeah, if you can get out of the house. Because she has supernatural speed. It says, so inhumanly fast, no one can outrun her. Supernatural strength. She uses her hair to bind and murder people. Uh, Most victims are paralyzed of fear when they see her, making them unable to defend themselves. She has regeneration. She can teleport. She can shapeshift. She can possess you. She can warp reality, illusions, technology interface, uh, manipulation, uh, curse removal it says powers can overpower other curses which explains why when she tries to break one of sudoku's cursed tapes sudoku tries to stop her um you're saying sudoku sadako sadako i'm i'm white man <laughs> uh and turn invisible and she can also reincarnate she haunts and she also has telepathy so you're, you're fucked there is there is a 10 no chances yeah if you ever walk in the house you're dead that just don't don't walk in the house i know yeah I know I said my rules before. Avoid the house, all costs. Yeah, that, that's... The thing is, too, yeah. it's also known in the movies that the house is haunted and cursed, and people stay away from it. Except for the 2002 remake, that one's different. But the in Ju-On, people knew the house was cursed, and so they just avoided it. Yeah. Talk to people around and see if that curse is real. If it is, I don't know, be a normal person. Don't step the fuck in the house. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, zero zero chance to survive for that. That's 100% getting clapped. And then you forgot to mention she has her uh, kid with her, too. Because <laughs> um, Toshio is able to um, to look like he isn't uh, dead, and he can lure people into the house. On top of that, he meows, which is fucking terrifying. <laughs> it's just a creepy thing to see, watching a kid meow like a cat. Like, I would be, I'd be afraid. I've seen that quite so a few times like, back in school. Here. That was school. That was really <laughs> weird. Yeah, uh, yeah, zero, zero. There's no chance of that one whatsoever. Speaking of people, we have zero chance with uh, Jason. Actually, no, nope, no, no. The only reason, only reason, I say there is a chance is because Tommy Jarvis did kill him, but then Tommy Jarvis also was a fucking dumbass and resurrected. Even if, yeah, even if he dies, he just goes to hell, recollects himself, and comes back. There's no permanent killing him. He's immortal. Fair enough. However, so you could uh, you could you could deal with him technically, but most likely you're getting folded quick. Like there's, I think the only person in reality who could beat Jason is his mom. Is one of them because he's a mama's boy. Oh and yeah. Then, uh, Tommy Jarvis, because Tommy Jarvis had successfully killed him, but then was like, oh, I don't think he's dead, and then stabbed a fucking pole into him, and then... Got struck by lightning, and, yeah. And then, yeah, he got struck by lightning and was turned into a zombie. Yeah, and, like, and we're talking we're honest. talking that Jason. It's post-revival, re- post, uh, so, like, there's nothing. And the, the he, only reason he came back after that was because Freddy Krueger needed someone to fight him, so he gave his soul back to Jason. Yeah, like... There's there's no way. Like I said, you could, at the very best, you could temporarily keep him out of your life. But he would con- consistently, he'll go to hell, put himself back together, and come back. Because he takes damage when he's when he's there. Like We know he takes damage. But he's, first of all, stupid fucking resilient. That dude takes so much damage and just keeps keeps on trucking. Um, oh, look, at, um, look at the second movie. Yeah. He is full human. There is nothing, nothing special about him. He's just a big boy. Yeah, and he is resilient as shit. He yeah. can take a beating. Hell, um, not the movies, but the video game. Um, in uh, Friday Thirteenth, the game, uh, when it was still up, I don't know if it still is or not, but um, Jason in the game, you could fight him as a camp counselor. It's possible, but you can't kill him by yourself. There's just so much to do to be able to fucking kill him. Yeah, I and mean, on top of that, he literally has an ability where he could. 
Yeah, and he teleports. He just shows up, yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, so, like I said, like, the, the only thing you could really do is, like, keep him at a distance, because, again, kind of like Michael, he walks... When you look, when you're, when you see him, he's just walking. Um, so if you keep him in your sight, I say go for the legs first. High penetrating round, fuck his legs. He's gonna stop. He's gonna be real slow. Then you're gonna want to get closer, take off his arms, and then his head, and then put his entire body in a fucking wood chipper, and then burn that to ash. And re- consistently, com- repeatedly do that every time he shows back up, because he will, he will show back up. But if you could, yeah. if you could manage to do that your entire life, which would be shitty, but if you could, you could essentially keep him off. But I'm gonna be honest, bro. Still, I'm saying eighty twenty. He is folding anybody. There, I almost say there's pretty much damn near no chance of uh, survival against him. Yeah, I mean, that dude is just built different. <laughs> like truly, that motherfucker is cleaning house for sure. Yeah. Yeah, probably not even eighty twenty. It's probably like a ninety-five-five. and that and that five percent is only, like I said, keeping him off in in intervals. It's not killing him because you're not killing him. The small chance of you surviving is extremely slim. Yeah, for sure. Eventually, even if you keep doing that, he's gonna learn. He's not dumb. So next one I wanna do is Leatherface. All right, uh, shoot them. All of them. They're just people. The only thing, um, so let's assume we're put in the same situation as teens, you know. We're dodging the draft, and we're driving through Texas. 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 Dodging the draft um, and driving through Texas. (laughs) And, um, our car What a time to be alive. In front of a, uh, in front of this, uh, you know, small gas station place first things first i'm not fucking going in there <laughs> you're gonna get shot even if it's not gonna get shot. even if it's not a fucking fucked up family trying to murder people you're gonna die anyway like i'm not trying to be racist against texas but <laughs> there are parts i've driven through through texas that are sundown towns where like pretty much you or, yeah is that what it is sundown or sunlight town what the towns that if you're black don't be there when the sun goes down. Like you, <laughs> yeah. you, you will die. Not trying to get to so, anything political. We're just going off experience here. It's just it, this is pure experience. I immediately am like, we're gonna fix this without going there. Um, and then if we get into more of the situation, say that we pick up the same hitchhiker that had gun in her cooch and she fucking shoots herself and dies. Um, then you know we get pulled over by the cop. Um, once that happens, that seals our fate with the uh, with the Sawyer family. Like we are going to interact with them. We don't have a choice. Um, the one issue, though, is the Sawyer family is going to try to keep us separated and pick the men off one by one because they're to fight in reality. So they pick them off one by one, and um, yeah. Now, if we come across Leatherface himself, Capped. honestly. Besides shooting him, the biggest thing, the biggest advantage you have on him is A, you are more intelligent than him because Bubba is, he's, um... A little slow. Yeah. He has mental issues, and he can't think that well. And then additionally, he's not that fast. No, he's literally just a dude. He's literally just a guy. Literally just run. The whole family is just a guy. Just people. The the only issue with the family, though, is that the, uh, the police officer, for a fact, has a gun. He's the only one I think that does. Okay, but anyone else does. But the hitchhiker pulled out the gun, shot herself, grabbed her gun. Oh, they tried to do that. Did they? Yeah. Oh. At least in the uh, Jessica Biel remake. But that was post, right? That was post in, in, in interaction with the family. That was pre, I think. Okay, because I was like, if she, you know, she pops herself, just grab the gun after the interaction with the cop. Fair enough. But yeah, Leatherface. If we take his entire family out of the equation, 100% you can survive that. Just run. Yeah. Um, run and literally just unless, think critically. Unless you're um, like Franklin in the uh, the first movie and you're in a wheelchair. Yeah, you're pretty much yeah, fucked. You gotta, you gotta have a friend with you because otherwise... Gonna be honest, uh, anyone with like a disability like that, 
probably getting clapped. It's really fucked up. Not trying to be a dick. But uh, realistically, it was much harder for them to survive any altercation with any horror movie villain if you if you can't if you have a, a disability of some sort. Exactly. Yeah. But like I said, in my case, if it was me, I'd already have a gun anyway, and I would cap him. Yeah, no, I would just run. It's easy. So if you don't have a gun, just leave. Yep. So, per- <laughs> essentially, just just go. <laughs> yeah. Just dip. Not quite that simple, but. If you could, all you got to do is get out of their clutches and then fucking haul ass. You're probably okay. And they're not even supernatural, so not, it's not like they're going to fucking chase you down across the country. They're staying. They're staying right where they are. Home? Yeah, nah, the, the family's not that hard. Just don't get caught. If you get caught, you're getting eaten. For sure. All right. Jinx. You owe me a Coke. <laughs> Who's next? I'm trying to think of who else we got. Hmm. Let's just think there. You can do Jigsaw. Uh, Jigsaw would be fun. Let's, let's assume that we're stuck in a trap, right? Okay. Um... Depending on the type of trap, we have a high chance of, well, we have a 50-50 chance of survival. I'm kind of a bitch when it comes to pain, so (laughs) I have less than that. But um, if we're in a trap plot where it's just us, your chances of survival already increase more. But if it's a trap plot where it requires you to be with other people, that's going to drop your survival chances. For sure. Like 100%. Because if you look at soft four yeah soft four that's the one where it was a bunch of selfish ass people and they all could have survived jigsaw's games if they just literally worked together like yeah all they had to do was inflict minimal pain on each other and they all would have survived but they were all super selfish and didn't think about that so because of it um your chances go down but if you look at saw three where that fucking jeff hate that motherfucker (laughs) if um he wasn't slow as hell his chance of survival was a lot higher because the entire trap him yes he did find other people to help him but his whole trap plot revolved around him Mm -hmm. um but the thing is is you don't know what trap plot you get plopped into with jigsaw because it's it's jigsaw You, you don't you don't know yeah so with that it's based really on chance what your survival rate would be in my opinion i think yeah, I mean, you could also just not play his stupid pranks and die. Yeah, that's <laughs> in my eyes, that's a win. You're like, yeah, I'm not doing your little, your little games, buddy, and then just just die. <laughs> just like, who has that much will to live? But like, I mean, it is an escape room, so it's like the ultimate escape room. Yeah. It- now I'm gonna do it off of pride. <laughs> now, now I'm gonna try to win just just so I can brag about it. No, not actually, but uh, yeah, no, uh, it yeah, it is kind of up to kids, kind of chance with him because it really depends on what trap you get. Um, but the thing is, is you depending on how your lifestyle is, and if you know you're gonna get kidnapped by Jigsaw eventually, you should be able to kind of figure out what your trap is going to be based around because every single trap um, that is used in the movies to a point is all something symbolic about about the um the people in it here's like, what you do um, here's what you do you just become batman and just fear nothing he can't get you he can't get you with shit if you just become such a badass that you don't care about anything you're not afraid of anything that you can handle that you're just really adaptable like that you're probably gonna be fine yeah yeah jigsaw <laughs> it's 50 50 so five out of ten yes yeah. it's, it's kind of because Yes, you might have the knowledge of what your trap is going to be kind of based off of, but even then, you don't know what the trap is going to be. Yeah, so it's 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 really a game of chance there. That's why I'm I'm stick with the fifty fifty two. Exactly. Fifty fifty, unless you're just an absolute fucking beast and don't care about anything and are afraid of nothing, then you're probably going to be more like an eighty twenty. There's still a chance he just kills you to kill you, but. Well, the un- if we're talking about Jigsaw himself, that's going to be John Kramer, and his traps were beatable. 
Amanda Young's and David David Strom. I think his first name is David. Mm-hmm. Both of their traps they designed were pretty much unbeatable. Yeah. Um, and so they don't count in this equation because of the fact of you just die. Yeah. Like you don't have a choice. Yeah. Because they've had they had two people that um beat their traps but they still killed them. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I I'm pretty sure in this situation, um it it'd be fifty fifty if we use the John Kramer formula for it. All right, and I think to round us off here, I'm going to do the entity from uh, It Follows. Ah, it's an interesting one. So the uh, the STD ghost, essentially <laughs> with this ghost, it will kill you if it touches you. It will follow you very slowly. It doesn't run or anything. It has super... And is invisible to anybody who does not carry this ghost STD. Um, the only way to get rid of it is by having some... Passing. But yeah. if that person dies then the ghost will move back on to you. Yep. So I think similar to what the dude did in the ending of It Follows, I would have sex with a hooker. <laughs> like, it was actually... <laughs> you said that so, like, earnestly. <laughs> it was genuinely a smart idea. Like, because think about it. There's sex work. They have sex with a lot of people regularly. It would buy you enough time to figure something out. Yeah, probably. Um, I have another theory. Um, surround yourself with treadmills. Running treadmills. <laughs> completely surrounding your house. It's not getting in. It's not fast enough. You put the bitches on 10, it ain't getting you, bro. You live in that house. Oh my god. It's dumb. It's really dumb. Would it probably would it work? Probably not. But I think it's fun to think about. <laughs> If you were just if you were to just surround it, surround your house with just a shit ton of treadmills. The um the other thing too that I forgot to mention is that the entity from it follows um doesn't look like a monster or anything like that. Just looks like a person you can pinpoint. It shape shifts and changes its um looks to another person. And my theory with that because I explained it, I think it changes the people that have had that curse before. Uh huh. I could be wrong, but um, that's something I personally believe. So with that, you're going to see pretty much a stranger walking slowly towards you. But if you see that, you know, like you see that regularly, for example, you'd be at the grocery store and there's some dude just walking towards you, but then they walk right past you. I think the biggest issue I would have is paranoia at that point. Yeah, that would be pretty rough. And so it'd make it really difficult for me to even want to survive the situation. Cause yes, even if I pass it up more than likely, I'm going to get fucking AIDS. But the uh, so <laughs> more than likely, I'm so you're gonna die anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna die anyways. But let's assume it's a clean STD because I'm or clean STD, a clean um, uh, hooker. If I'm not mistaken, you have to. Um, have, I, I think you don't wear a condom when you pass off the ghost STD. They they don't explain that. Well, I mean, it's but an STD, so it's. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So with that, say that like you know you give it to that hooker and then she has it then fucking what if she gets killed in her sleep then you're gonna now have that possession on you again so it's this one's another one i think that is up to chance in a way where either not exactly eventually you have a high chance of dying eventually well everyone has a 100 percent chance of dying eventually okay, you know what <laughs> you have a very high chance of dying for this due to its stipulation like there's no way to kill it because the kids in the movie tried to they actually had a really smart way of doing it um because two of the kids couldn't see it so they covered it in a, uh, a bed sheet they threw a bed sheet on it mm-hmm. uh, when the main girl pointed it out and then uh, another dude ran up and shot and it was still alive in the pool and so they tried to throw electronics in it to electrocute it and it still survived yeah so i think i don't think there's any killing it but there is just getting it away from you. I've heard some people. This is a uh, this is real fucked up. Just before I uh, go on with this, this is a real nasty uh, way. Uh, they said have sex with an animal. Terrible, horrible thing. Uh, don't even know if it would work because it never specifies. Not gonna go with that one. But there is ways you could keep it away from you forever if you didn't want to transfer it. Um. Uh, 
if you have oh this only works if you're rich as fuck I guess because I was gonna say you get a house in New York and California you live in yeah. either or when it gets there fly the other one yeah and just because because that would take forever for it to get there um, yeah that would give you an easy you know at least like at least like a month at least like a month. But it's the fact that you'd have to bounce between the two regularly. It would be difficult and a lot of money. Um, also, you don't know when it's going to show up. I mean, eventually you can gauge the. Uh, the well, well, you'd be able to gauge it. You'd be able to gauge it. Gauge its speed because it's going to do. Don't it's, know when it's when it's showing up. It's going to it's going to do a straight line, pretty much, as straight as it can. Um, you could sleep with a porn star. That could work too, but similar to the whole hooker thing, it's it's probably gonna kill them off pretty fast a porn star is a lot but but that's literally their job think about it it's probably gonna pass around the porn community for a hot sec then bro why the fuck would we do that that's gonna kill the whole porn community no it won't because they're gonna keep passing it before it even gets to them well like think about it if you give it to johnny sins that motherfucker getting rid of that shit within the day (laughs) i didn't even think about if it's literally their job, like like they're doing it fairly constantly, it might get one or two of them, but even that way, I mean, it's gonna be passed around a lot, really well, fast. Still get them kind of fast because most of them are in California. Still, fair enough. Again, it's not like a. I don't. I don't know if there is an end all. Like you can just completely beat this thing for sure, but there's definitely ways to to pass it off and to give your give yourself a much better chance and time of survival. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I think that will do it. Honestly, that does it for episode one. Yeah. Think anything else? Um. So with that, with the empty from it follows, um, because all kind of based on chance, another fifty-fifty. I think. Yeah, I'd give it about that. Yeah. So yeah. All righty. That was the that was the first episode of yeah. uh, the horrific hoedown. And yeah. I just want to give a quick shout out to my friend Jen Potcher for giving us the name. Uh, we went through quite a few names, um, trying to get this, trying to get this going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, if there's even anyone listening, kind of just doing this for fun at this point. But yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed. Um, next week uh, we're talking about ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna talk about ghosts, different types of them ghost events i like ghosts so yep. we're gonna talk about ghosts and then uh the yeah. week after that uh i will actually we'll be in the same area so we'll be able to do uh, one or two podcasts actually together in the same room um that'll be fun uh yeah uh give us you know it's our first episode we're still learning still working some kinks out and stuff but uh you know if you like it if you like spooky stuff uh give us a follow whatever and uh i guess we'll see you next time yeah see y'all all right